We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. Of course, we are brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. My name is Derek Montia. You guys know me as your mayor of PHNX and also a breaker of chairs as our friend Josh in the comments puts it. And I'm joined by more of a chair aficionado rather than a chair breaker. It's the one and only Thunderstick Vice Mayor Jesse Friedman. Did you just say I'm a chair aficionado? You're the opposite of breaking it. You're more of like, uh, you know, like a fan of chairs is what I'm going with rather than uh, <laughs> breaking them the way that I've used my office chair. What is up in the chat, Giselle? Welcome, Josh, all my favorite people. Talking about the W the Diamondbacks had today against the Cincinnati Reds. We're going to accentuate the positive, but then, of course, I am going to uh, remind everybody that they still lost two of three. Of course, uh, we are brought to you by the fine folks at the Draft Sport, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, and Jesse, Arizona Diamondbacks managed to salvage another series. Uh, too many in a row that the Diamondbacks are having to save from being swept. But uh, here again, they win again on Sunday. This one was this one was a lot. There were a lot of things going on with this one. It was a Sunday game. and uh, Or excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I, I'm very confused it's, what it's you're my, saying. It's, right it's, now. It's, it's, <laughs> days don't mean anything to me anymore. It's the uh, closed roof. The uh, roof was closed at the start ah, of the game. They had a lot sure. of factors going against them in this one, including Zach Gallen not being able to stop hitting people in the first two innings which was really bizarre but uh again here we are i guess celebrating the fact that they didn't get swept in a series i think it's funny just how different the vibe is when we do this post series live show thing like if the diamondbacks win two out of three but they lose the last one then people in our in our chats are kind of sad and then you know if they lose two out of three but they win the last one then we get this (laughs) where everyone's popping off in the chat after after losing a series to the reds uh but yeah i mean it was a great this was a great game for the d-backs i think especially the way that zach gallon uh got out of the gate in in probably the those are a rough couple of innings i know he only allowed two runs but uh i mean to hit four batters is really um indicative of what zach gallon was going through his command was just all over the place in those first couple of innings um and he bounced back in a big way seven innings two runs it was a great game for him they were weird too right because i was in the press box and you know none of them were like a hit by pit like so many of them were like a glancing blow of an arm or part of the jersey or something right so like that it was just it was odd because 
he had so many of those in this game. In fact, he has nine hit batters this season, and four of them came in the first two innings uh, against the first eight batters in this right. game. So it was it was bizarre. Uh, but like you said, he bounced back nicely. And I think once he received that run support uh, to combat what happened there in the second inning, you know, we we saw Zach Gallon be able to kind of dial it in. Also, it, it it all went well after another Brent Strom mound visit, which is just magical to me. I don't understand how uh, Brent Strom goes out there and can completely change the course of a pitcher's afternoon by whatever he says to him. But I still think about Joe Mantiply telling us that it's always different. So there's not like something, you know, just one thing that dro- Strom drops on him when he goes out there. He kind of knows the perfect thing to say to get them uh, back on track based on their personality. Yeah, I mean, Brent Strom has been working magic all season, right? I mean, that's kind of been the, the narrative of this it's 2022 wild. Diamondback season is just the, the work that he's done with these pitchers has been incredible. Um, yeah, someone mentioned in the in the chat that uh, Zach Gallen, how it's stupid that Zach Gallen gets a no decision for this yeah. game. Unfortunately, that is the case. Um, yeah, Gallen sits at four and two, even though he's been one of the best pitchers in the National League. Still can't get win um, number five in a season. Yeah, win number five is <laughs> has he has he never won five games in a season? No, no he's, that is he's matched his career high with four wins. So that is remarkable. Four wins is is the most right now that he's ever had in a season, and it it's just weird because he is one of those guys like this weird game, like where there's just these factors that keep him from being able to have. 10 plus wins when he seems like a 10 plus win pitcher, right? Even, even if oh, the team yeah. is bad or bad around him, he always gives them a chance to win. He always keeps it at two or three runs, which he did again today, but today it wasn't good enough to get the, get the win. And like Chris says, because baseball, right? There you go. I mean, we yeah. had a weird extra innings game yesterday where neither team scored in in uh, the nine innings, but then all of a sudden both teams could score all the runs in extra innings. Uh, and that game fascinated me because we were in the 11th Jesse and it was, le- it was still less than three hours into the game. Obviously the lack of offense was the reason why we were able to speed through that great game so fast. But I, I think I did the math a couple of times. I was like, is that right? Did this game start at six forty? I don't, how yeah. is this possible? Right. So, but that was an exciting game. And, the Diamondbacks at least hung in there. I know a lot of people were pretty upset with Mark Melanson, but I mean, the ghost runner thing just uh, like, like, I don't know. Somebody said it in the chat or in a, on Twitter, but like uh, it might've even been you. I don't remember, but somebody said like having Mark Melanson in there in a situation where you have a guy on second base and he's a pitcher that typically pitches to contact doesn't really seem like the best uh, yeah. idea when it comes to extra. I think right? it was, was it Kellen Olson? I think it might've been, been Kellen Olson, Olson on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's, I mean, Mark Melanson has not pitched great this season, Derek. I don't think there's, there's any getting around that fact. Uh, I just tweeted out from my account uh, about like 20 or 30 minutes ago, um, the batting line against Ian Kennedy and Mark Melanson. Um, Ian Kennedy opposing hitters are batting about 270. They're slugging around 450, which is even though Ian Kennedy has a mid three ERA, which is pretty respectable, those still aren't really the numbers you're looking for. And if yeah. you look at Ian Kennedy, I, I, if you look at Mark Melanson, uh, I think the opposing batting average is, is around 342. 
uh, right now, which obviously is a far cry from what you're you're looking for from your closer. Um, the back end hasn't been great, Derek, and I think that was an issue in the game uh, yesterday. The Diamondbacks let that one get away from them. Uh, the bullpen was just not as steady as the Reds' bullpen was. And we have the numbers to take a look at when it comes to this series. Uh, again, two wins to one. Uh, not not great because we've talked about this series with the Reds once again was one that the Diamondbacks should have won uh, and didn't. Uh, starting pitching really in this one wasn't great. Uh, but once we were able to get into the bullpen against the Reds, the Diamondbacks were able to do some damage. So uh, right. batter, batting average with runners in scoring position, much better in this series for both of these teams, I believe, than the last time they played each other. And the Diamondbacks just honestly were able in this game to – uh, do it consistently, which is something that we saw out of them the last time that they had to, you know, salvage a, a series and keep from getting swept. Where they, you know, in the final game, they're able to put up those big numbers and 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 do something significant despite the offense kind of missing the rest of the series. And I mean, not to say that we saw that in this series, but yeah, like Josh Hunt just said, that batting average with runners in scoring position is. Is still killing us, and yeah, honestly, the Diamondbacks go way too many times when they go 0 4 uh, when they have runners in scoring position, and that's just tough to see. It is, yeah, and, and a big number in this series that didn't show up on our graphic there is that the Reds' starting pitchers in this series, Derek, went 22 and a third innings, they averaged between seven and eight innings per start, it's nonsense, which it's is nuts. which is crazy, even though the Diamondbacks did do some damage against the Reds' bullpen. They hardly even saw the Reds bullpen in this series yeah, because right. the starting pitchers went so deep. I mean, Tyler Malley yesterday literally pitched nine innings, uh, which wasn't enough to actually uh, end the game, of course. But uh, and then today, Luis Castillo didn't necessarily have his best stuff, but he was still able to finish seven innings out there. D-backs have to do a better job of chasing the opposing starter earlier in the game. That's something we definitely saw against Molly, that he just the, the inability to have long at bats even if they're unsuccessful right the, yeah. the the idea there is to just drive that pitch count up and make them work the more pitches you see you know and and it's not that the diamondbacks are incapable of this there's just games where collectively as a team they seem impatient you know and that might still be what we saw last season which is you know once once they start getting that sense of wow nobody's hitting right now it feels like you know, the entire world is on each guy's shoulders. Each guy's trying to hit three home runs in one bat. Right. And you just see the at-bats kind of get worse even in some games as they progress instead of getting better. Uh, not to, not to you know, personally attack any players, but Pavin Smith, as my friend Evan Thompson put in the press box, so I'll put it on him so it's on his shoulders that he said this. He looks <laughs> like he's swinging a concrete bat at times, right? Like some guys right now just aren't, putting together great at bats up at the plate. Pavin's really been struggling at times. And, uh, you know, again, there's other guys who right now might deserve an opportunity. So hopefully the Diamondbacks are still in that mode. Tori Lavola is still in that mode. Uh, would love to see Jake McCarthy getting some more at bats with what he's been doing, how productive he's been, and honestly how good he was in the outfield. Yeah, Jake McCarthy's – I mean, he's had a pretty decent season. Uh, I think – Bizarrely, his strikeout numbers have been pretty high. He's sitting at like a 33, 34% strikeout rate, which is very high, but he's also hit for quite a bit of power this season, which is yes, not yes. necessarily something that you'd expect from Jake McCarthy. But I mean, that's 
totally what he's done. And we all know the base running and the defense is going to be there for him. Um, I think the, the, the real guy in this series for the D backs though, Derek, and I'm going to go ahead and, and spoil our, our draft Kings King of the series is Alec Thomas. Um, he was just, he was incredible in the series, Derek. And, and I tweeted out earlier during the game that Alec Thomas now leads all diamondbacks hitters in OPS. Yes, the guy does. is the guy has barely played, you know, 30 games in the major leagues. And he already has arguably been the best offensive player on his team. And like Mike Hazen put it the other day, he's really just scratching the surface at this point of what he can do in the big leagues. Uh, 778 just ahead of Cattell Marte with the 776 OPS. And they Close. both have the exact <laughs> same batting average of 269 right now. <laughs> it's so. crazy. Yeah, you want to talk about good guy to emulate? It's uh, it's Gattel Marte for sure. We need to give Alec Thomas a nickname. Like I was thinking, like A Town, but that's like an Atlanta thing, and I know he's from Chicago, and I'm sure he would hate that, right? Yeah, A Train. I don't know. I need your guys's uh, thoughts on this because every time Alec Thomas comes up there, obviously we know some guys. You know, like Varsho has all the tools. Uh, Payman is obviously from. Palm Beach Garden. We know some of these things, right? But uh, oh, I like at at. I like at at a lot. I I'm a Star Wars guy. Don't make me start pulling my pops off the wall here because we'll do a whole episode on that. But let's go uh, with oh AT and T. Oh, I mean that's like kind of fitting, but I don't. I don't think Alec Thomas would probably like that very much. I don't. Know. I don't know. Yeah, well, because I mean, what what I think of that is a bad connection, right? That's what I think of with AT and T. But we gotta we gotta get down on like AT and T's catchphrases here. Uh, rethink possible? No, I don't know. AT and T's good though. A, I like that. I like yeah. That. All right, hmm. we'll workshop this as a group. But uh, of course, we want to remind you guys if you haven't already signed up. Uh, to become a member over at gophnx.com. we got some great content coming out. Uh, Jesse breaks down uh, Dallas Keuchel and uh, how much he might end up meaning to this team, what he might still have to offer. Uh, I have a little story coming up about uh, the moist balls in baseball. You know, the humidor. Don't, why do you have to use? Why do you have to use that word? Because the balls are moist, Jesse. The baseballs oh. are there. A, a, a humidor's purpose is to moisten the balls, Jesse. That's all that's so anyway, we'll be addressing that in an article. Make sure you sign up to become a member over at gophnx.com if you haven't done so already. Of course, uh, as Giselle will say, I think that's right. Am I saying that? Am I hitting the G too hard, Giselle? Uh, as she would say, uh, our our Discord is lit. All right. So join us in here. Uh, come to the Discord and chat about games with us. I don't. Is that no at my moist balls? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just no in general. Just, just no in general. general. <laughs> of course, uh, members get access to that Discord. You also get members only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com. Uh, if you sign up for an annual membership, you will get a free T-shirt at the phnxlocker.com. If you sign up for a month-to-month membership, you'll get your first month for just fifty cents. So, regardless of which membership status you choose, join us on the couch right here next to us watching these games uh the discord was absolutely popping today as josh hunt says and it's always a fun place to be uh, we thank you guys not only for being part of the member but for making our discord a fun place to be like we love being there but we it's it's almost like it's not even our party anymore it's like jesse and i are just guests <laughs> at your guys's house so 
I mean, I'm down with that, but uh, we'll make sure that when we come to the party, we bring plenty of Four Peaks Brewing Company beer because, of course, another wonderful sponsor of this show and all the shows on PHNX is our friend at Four Peaks. Uh, I got myself a little Joy Bus Wow right here. So uh, good. Thank you, Giselle. All right. So anyway, <laughs> uh, go get yourself some Four Peaks. Jesse, today, me and Baxter, we went to the Four Peaks Brewing Company draft room today. His animal trainer wouldn't let him go have beers with me, which, I mean, uh, come on, right? I mean, I I don't know how animal years work for bobcats, but I'm pretty sure uh, it's the seven <laughs> years thing, right, for dogs. So he's just got to be three in human years. I'm pretty sure he clears that. It was a funny moment, though, because he did get off the elevator with me and start walking with me to the bar and had to be brought back um, by his <laughs> trainer, but... Uh, that's because Baxter knows hanging with me is a good time. And if you go to Chase Field, make sure to check out the Four Peaks draft room up there. It's absolutely a beautiful place to watch the game from. Everybody is welcome up there. And uh, they have, of course, a yes, Baxter does have the he does have to drive the bullpen cart. You're right. I mean, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Four Peaks draft room is a fun place to watch the game from. They have a ton of beers. They have all the beers, all all of Four Peaks Brewing Company's wonderful selection of beers uh, they have uh, on tap. And it's just, I, I I couldn't stay because I had work to do and driving myself. I was I was just there to take pictures, you guys. I could have let Baxter come with me. I would have gotten him a bowl of water or something. But anyway, uh, make sure to check out our friends at DraftKings, or Four Peaks. There's so many, so many things I have to remember. Today is a is, is, is a bizarre day for me. So, uh, but check out our friends at Four Peaks. They have uh, beers located anywhere you are. Your local grocery store, supermarket, uh, convenience store, wherever you buy your beer, you should find Four Peaks. Uh, they've, they've been in the mix since 96 right here in the Valley. And uh, they are a Valley company, which, of course, we are all Valley here. So make sure to do that. Check out our friends. Uh, of course, Four Peaks, you must be 21 or older to enjoy and make sure you enjoy Four Peaks responsibly. And uh, I'm going to take Jesse and we're going to enjoy some Four Peaks responsibly when he arrives in town sometime soon very soon sooner than you know most of you think he's going to be here before we know it uh this is our <laughs> last live show apart pretty much jesse has some stuff yeah. to take care of when he gets here but uh when he does get here he will be in it's not to say we won't still be doing this remotely from time to time but very excited to be in studio with you and uh doing this thing much differently than we have for the last nine months ten months uh it's been crazy that we have done this for so long uh, across the country. And you have been so dialed in uh, to the Arizona Diamondbacks, considering the fact that you are not here, you are in Seattle, and you're doing this through the magic of, of, of television and the internet and all these other things. Right. But can't wait for you to be here. Uh, it's been a fun time already. I know we haven't even gotten to our full first year anniversary yet, but this feels... A little, a little exciting. It feels like we're moving on to a new chapter now that Jesse is coming down. And I want to have a big party of some kind, Derek. Is there some sort of like a? Like oh a, yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. There's. I have big expectations. I'm, I told you. I we'll talk about the OG's pool party. I'm taking you to. Oh week. right, right. But yeah. Well, <laughs> definitely. There's some plans, my friend. There's some plans. Um, but I want to give a shout out to everybody. Uh, obviously, we talked about you guys being members. Whether you're members, whether you're not members, if you've spent five minutes watching this show if you watch the entire thing all the time we appreciate you and we love you for it 
uh, we thank you for being part of this family because we can't do this without you. And of course, if you guys uh, didn't want to watch us and bring this thing to you, then, you know, we, we wouldn't be here, but uh, we get a lot of wonderful stuff from you guys as well. And I wanted to take a moment to recognize one of my favorite packages I've ever received because it comes from our friend, Nick Sutphin, uh, who is our fan in Nebraska. And uh, Nick, has uh, asked me a couple of times about uh, if we would be interested in doing some, you know, uh, custom baseball cards for us. And of course I'm down. I love baseball cards and we have these cards from our friend, Nick. Uh, here is his drawing. That's mad bum. Uh, we got Cattell Marte. Wow. I love that one a lot. Uh, Young King Alec Thomas, but here's my favorite one, Jesse. It's the curse of Baxter. It's the curse of Baxter. I was asked, is that Eduardo Escobar? Is that Luke Weaver? We'll never know. We'll never know, right? <laughs> We've identified Escobar in one of the videos. We still haven't identified um, if it was Luke Weaver or not. I'm still on the fence. I know dance moves, Jesse. I recognize uh, Luke Weaver's dance moves. He has a very right. specific style, uh, like he was born. <laughs> in a Latin American country, uh, as the child of a, of a professional dancer, it's, it's in his DNA and I can't explain it, but when you see Luke Weaver dance in those, those TikTok videos that David Peralta posted last year, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's, mm. it's undeniable, but of course, uh, I wanted to thank Nick, uh, and I wanted to thank all of you guys. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this. We've had a lot of fun, including our talk about, uh, our short Kings and uh, of course uh, <laughs> the curse of Baxter, but uh, Jesse, I wanted to thank you. Like I said, I know you have been very busy for a very long time and I'm excited to announce now that Jesse is full-time uh, with PHNX after balancing a career of being both a teacher and uh, I, I don't know what I want to call you the person that takes <laughs> care of me. I want to say that's Emma. something like that. <laughs> more of Emma. Like you have been uh, my partner in crime since we started this. And of course I'm the person that bothers you all day long while you're doing your other job. While I text you about Arizona diamondbacks stuff <laughs> and uh, you know, in, in general, my crazy thoughts throughout the day. So uh, I'm so excited to have you here full time. I am. I am stoked, Derek. Um, yeah. For everyone who's been, uh, watching over these last few months and and reading our stories and hanging out with us in the Discord and everything, uh, things are things are gonna get uh, only better around here, Derek. Uh, I like to think that when I I'm, like that uh, when I'm I like that one. I hope you have more time to sleep now too, my friend. Yeah, that also would be nice. Um, but you know that's sort of who I am, Derek. I've never been the type of person to really uh, sleep a whole lot. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a bit of a workaholic, and that means that uh, once I'm in Arizona. I'm going to spend a lot of time at the ballpark. I'm going to be in the clubhouse. I'm going to be doing a lot of interviews, writing a lot more articles. There will be a lot more written content from us as well. Um, so, yeah, we're uh, we're about a week or so away here, Derek. So we're getting close. I'm excited. And and one of the questions uh, yesterday, I think, from Elizabeth was about uh, getting you to break down some of these stats for us. So uh, we'll get some Professor Friedman videos up very soon, as soon as, uh, as, soon as he arrives. But Again, I wanted to thank you, pal, because I know you've been working hard. I know you've uh, you've done a great job at balancing this with your other job. And more importantly, I, I, I've always been very I've always respected the way that you held uh, what you were doing uh, as, as such a high priority, considering that most people would drop any 
job that they had, <laughs> at, you know, to, to come do this. I think people that would want to be a career, at least as we saw with your video, when you wanted to do this for as long as you wanted to do this for, uh, sure. since you were doing young Greg Schulte impersonations, uh, you know, I, I respect the fact that you had an obligation to fill and, and you did that now and uh, just excited to have you back. But of course, uh, still no OGs for Jesse. I am going to take Jesse uh, to that pool party, though, at the Maya uh, <laughs> pool club, whether he wants to or not, because we're going to have a fun time. Uh, and of course, you can, too. So make sure to go check out OGs. OGs brands uh, gummies are are incredible. And the one thing I had somebody tell me today was. How much, when you really think about it, uh, you can limit your consumption of calories, right? If you want to go uh, with with uh, OG's cannabis route, right? Whether you're a cannabis connoisseur or, or you're cannabis curious, no matter which way you go. Uh, these are things to think about, right? One single gummy can get you where you're going. Whereas, you know, I, that's not always the case sometimes. Uh, with other things so also you don't have to smoke you don't have to worry about the smell there's a lot of benefits to edibles and something that i think is making them more appealing to the mainstream uh kind of audience and make sure of course you use responsibly but go to og's uh, brands.com and see the wonderful variety of flavors they have you can find og's near you they have the uh different like pina colada is their big flavor during the summer watermelon they have a wonderful variety of flavors to offer they also have that variety of doses so if you're new to this check out their three milligram microdose uh you might not you might not need anything more than that they also have a 10 milligram regular dose for those of you that have uh, dipped your toes into the edibles waters before but regardless of the dose that you are looking for uh, go to ogsbrands.com that's o-g-e-e-z brands.com to find ogs near you and i i'm i'm currently out of ogs so i need to go find uh ogs near me jesse but um that's that's a personal problem and it really is a problem it's a problem i'm upset about it so need to get some more ogs in my life uh, well, they but, have some uh they'll have some at the pool party i take they, it oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Problem there. Oh, yeah. it looks like they're gonna make drinks out of them or it's just gonna be a glass filled with ogs either way i'm in i'm fully <laughs> in so uh well you'll be there just to make sure that i make it out alive basically <laughs> that's why i'm taking you with me but uh we're gonna have a good time regardless and I, i'm again i'm very excited for you to be here uh, I'm not so excited, Jesse, looking forward at this schedule as the Diamondbacks wrap up the first half of the season and we head into July, uh, getting closer and closer to that all-star break. But uh, the Diamondbacks, again, winnable series here against the Reds that they end up losing and avoiding the sweep, but still drop the series two games to three. Coming up here at home, we have the Minnesota Twins on Friday. The Diamondbacks have an off day tomorrow, so I don't know what the hell we're going to do with ourselves tomorrow. But uh, again, we got a three game series with the twins. Great to see Carlos Correa here at uh, Chase Field. Interesting to see if anybody bangs trash cans or yells cheater, anything like that. I can't. Right. That. Then they have a really quick away series with the Pies. And then is that Detroit series at home? I think it is. So it's like they have that three game series with the Padres and they're back here against the Tigers, which. Again, looking ahead at the Tiger series, that's pretty good. But this twin series coming up in the Padres, both are going to be pretty tough series for the Diamondbacks. So, of course, they'll probably win both of them because that's how this freaking season <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, we'd we'd been looking forward to this 13 game stretch for a while, right, Derek? This this stretch the Diamondbacks have now just finished with the yeah. with the ending of this series, that 13 game stretch against some um, I guess at the time we were saying lesser opponents, at least. I don't know if we necessarily feel the same way now. Uh, but the Diamondbacks, I wouldn't yeah, say not really. Great, that's for sure. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Uh, the Diamondbacks won five and eight over those 13 yeah. games. It was, uh, I mean, that's that's pretty bad given, um, you know, how the Diamondbacks looked going into the series and how we felt they stacked up against those teams. It's really a pretty rough outcome for them. Um, but yeah, now, now things kind of flip to the way that they were earlier in the season. The Diamondbacks aren't really going to get much of a break, uh, from playing some of the better teams in the league. So, uh, they're going to get the Minnesota twins. Like you said, next starting on Friday, the twins are 37 and 28 right now. Um, they're leading the American league central by, uh, by a few games over, over Cleveland. So, um, they're a division leading team as of right now. And then the Diamondbacks get the Padres right after that in San Diego, and uh, we never really talked about this here, but the Padres are uh, nearly a division-leading team in their own right. The Padres and the Dodgers um, are exactly tied right now. I guess the Dodgers technically have a slightly higher win percentage, um, but they're effectively in a tie right now for first place in the NL West. So the Padres have been a very, very good team as of late. Um, I guess you got the Tigers uh, coming up next weekend, so... Um, that'll be a little bit of a, a little bit of a break, I guess, but then things get tough again right after that. So uh, the D-backs are going to have to, you know, play up to the competition at, at this point as, as the teams that they're facing get a lot better than what we've seen over the last couple weeks. That's really what it comes down to. And it's like Charles Woodall Pike said, is this going to be one of those years, uh, one of those play to the level of your opponent years? And honestly, it feels yeah. like that, right? Because the Diamondbacks were on quite a roll and they looked like they were going to be able to at least come out of this 13 game stretch with a winning record. And I mean, it is what it is. It's uh, especially the reds ended up being tougher. The pirates were on a roll when they ran into them. They had just got done beating the Dodgers. You know, these are, these were teams that, that were playing very good baseball when the diamondbacks ran up against them. The one thing that's just baffling has been, you know, the, the starting pitching, right? Even like today's start with Zach Gallen, it was incredibly uh, weird to watch all of those uh, batters get hit and the circumstance yeah. in which they did. I'm not saying that they didn't get hit, but uh, Zach Gallon's lack of control and his, you know, basically coming inside on guys was just uncharacteristic of what we've seen out of him. Now, I don't know. I mean, it's the, the, we're, we're going based on the beginning of the season and how good they were yet we weren't expecting them to nearly be as good as they were at that time. So I don't know which, you know, which way is setting my expectations now at this point, right? We have this, you know, the fact that they were so good and they're coming back down to what we expected them more to be. But Zach Gallen especially has been a guy that I expected this uh, to, to, you know, come out and consistently give the Diamondbacks uh, a chance to win this season in his last few starts, he just hasn't really seemed right. It's not that he doesn't get yeah. right, but it kind of takes the course of the game for him to get right. Yeah, he definitely didn't look sharp from the beginning. Um, and yeah, I mean, one thing I noticed with Zach Allen, just looking at the numbers, is that his strikeout numbers are actually quite a bit lower this season uh, than what we've seen in the past, which is not necessarily a bad thing. 
Um, I think in the past, maybe he's fallen a little bit too much in, into using the strikeout as his way of getting guys out and, and not pitching to contact enough. Sure. Um, but yeah, this season, things have kind of flipped around. Uh, the strikeouts are a little bit lower, but the walks are lower as well. Um, so I guess that's a that's a trade that you're probably willing to make if you're if you're Zach Gallen. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on uh, that you talked about earlier is just this this narrative that the Diamondbacks are the kind of team that plays up, you know, to the competition against the better teams and then kind of plays down to the competition against the not so good teams. I was just looking at some numbers here and the Diamondbacks are 11 and 22 this season against teams that are greater, that are better than 500. Uh, compared to 19 and 13 against teams that are under 500 or at 500. So which, it actually has kind of been lately, right? That's been there. I mean, even <clears throat> that, that, that idea of them playing down to their competition, I think right, is based right. on this 13 game stretch, right? Not necessarily, right, right. Uh, you know, a, a reflection of the entire year, but we tend to overreact quickly, Jesse, you know that it's baseball. It's just like you said, even with losing yeah. the series, we're still pretty happy that they came away today with a victory. I thought it was Sunday. Like that's how that's how excited <laughs> I was. I thought today was Sunday because it was such a a fun win and I thought we were getting some of those monkeys off the back, right? The some of those things that the Diamondbacks inexplicably have done poorly this season like playing at home with the roof closed at first pitch and playing on Sundays. So, uh but you know, I don't think there's any correlation to anything. It's just uh, weird. It's just funny stats and weird stats, and it's because it's baseball. Baseball's always ridiculous, but the Diamondbacks uh, still haven't really proven uh, to find any consistency anywhere uh, right now. I mean, starting pitching, bullpen, I mean, it doesn't matter. You, yeah, You've seen this team uh, in, the, in the extra innings game, they definitely provided themselves with an opportunity to win, and they just couldn't you know, keep the Reds from scoring in extra innings as well, so uh, that that really fell on the bullpen, especially last night. Going forward, the Diamondbacks have uh, some, let's see, some, uh, I don't know, do we have a probable pitchers matchup? Yeah, we do, I think, right? No? I don't, I don't think so. No, but we do have the all-city, <laughs> I apologize for that. We do have our all-city division, uh, which, of course, is the only division that matters right now. Uh, let's <laughs> let's let the Padres and the Dodgers fight it out for the National League West. Uh, we have this division. We're uh, just a bit behind the Chicago Whites, who pummeled the Detroit Tigers today, thirteen to nothing. Uh, still ahead of our fellow NL West, uh, I, I should say, basement dwellers, the Rockies and uh, the Cubs <laughs> are really uh, really far back there, but. Again, right now, the Diamondbacks are still hanging in there. And I think, you know, things are looking good for us to bring the title home before the end of the season, Jesse. I think the White Sox have uh, a much, much tougher uh, road ahead than we do. So uh, Diamondbacks will probably get back to a point, especially with the record being what it is right now. You know, I mean, we're not we're, we're not even close to the top of Mount 500 anymore, Jesse. As a matter of fact, we got to we got to take the graphic and we got to reverse it. We got That's the saddest shit I've ever seen in my entire life, but yeah, the Diamondbacks 5 games below 500 right now and aren't anywhere close uh to to adding on to any kind of, you know, positive record right now. Really, they just need to get the job done now against some tough teams and especially when a team like the Tigers um, come into town. They have to take care of business there as well. 
Yeah, uh, these are these are some big games for the D-backs. I mean, the All-Star break, it's crazy to say, is only about a month away at this point. Um, so this season is this season is flying by and Diamondbacks are in a decent spot. I mean, they're they're still way better than really anyone thought they were going to be going into this season. So I think on the whole, you still feel pretty good about things, uh, but there's certainly some some steps to be taken. Thought it was interesting. Mike Hazen yesterday said that uh, the Diamondbacks are at the point in the season where there are no moral victories, which of course is a very Mike Hazen sort of thing to say. He's a he's a competitive guy, and I think we've heard things like that from him in the past. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's where the Diamondbacks are at. They're at the point now where I think people are starting to respect them a little bit. People are starting to recognize that, um, you know, maybe this isn't their year, but maybe their year isn't that far away. Um, and so they're at the point where they need to start winning these games. And on the whole, this 13 game stretch going five and eight, I think is is really unacceptable for them and, and these new standards that they're setting for themselves. And, um, you know, they're going to you know, they're going to come out angry against the twins and uh, against the Padres and try to right the shit. Buyers or sellers at the trade deadline? Oh, we love those two words, don't we? Um, you got to be all. You got to be all one or all the other. Um, well, okay. Let's give a third option. Do you think they'll remain generally inactive? Make a move or two at the most, right? Because that's yeah. really the direction I see them going. Right? If if they can get somebody to grab somebody like David Peralta and maybe give up a prospect or cash consideration or something for him. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised, which by the way, I had to explain trading someone for cash considerations to my wife the other day. And it was a <laughs> ridiculous conversation because, you know, I mean, it is really kind of a ridiculous idea. Yeah. Well, because in this country, <laughs> we're not allowed to say it's, it's, there's basically, there's a lot of, you know, negative connotations to saying people were bought and sold in the United <laughs> States of America. Right. So yes, England true. has no problem with that shit with like the premier league and stuff saying that players were bought and sold by teams, but we tend to refrain from using those kind of words when talking about human beings in this country. Right. So, uh, but yeah, being, uh, at least for David Peralta's sake, I wouldn't, I would like to see him go to a team that could use him, you know, that might be yeah. a contender or contending for some sort of, uh, you know, something right. David Peralta has been, a big part of this team and there's a good chance that he might not be here any longer when the season ends. So not only for the diamondbacks as a franchise to be able to get something for him, but for him to possibly possibly go somewhere where he can experience something he hasn't really experienced much in his time here, which is, you know, yeah. chasing a pennant and winning a title and, you know, doing something, you know, significant and fun uh, because who knows how long that's going to be at this point for this team. Right. So as glad as I am that they've, you know, anchored this team with guys like Merrill Kelly and Cattell Marte and their contract extensions as the new guys come up, there's not going to be space for everybody. And it's not to say David right. Peralta hasn't been a valuable member of this team. It's just to say, I wouldn't be surprised to see him move on at the end of the year. And again, if they can make a deal that works and makes kind of works out for everybody, then I, I could still see that being a strong possibility before the trade deadline. But yeah, of course, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure if you're a new customer, make sure to go check out DraftKings Sportsbook, DraftKings Sportsbook right now where we're, the, the finals could be over, right? So I don't know what the next promotion is going to be for DraftKings, but if you're a new customer, get down right now because this promotion can't be beat. Uh, they don't, they, you're, you're, you don't even need to win. You just make any $5 bet during the NBA finals on either team and you will get $150 in free bets, not to mention 
you can go get down on the same game parlays where you can add as many legs as you want to a same game parlay. And the more legs you add, the more money you win. You make one bet on all those legs. The catch is you have to hit on all those legs. But if you do, the payout can be significant. Uh, and make sure to check out all the different options that you have to bet on over at the DraftKings Sportsbook because they have a wide array of variety and options. Like we've been talking about all the options, all these all these sponsors, they all have a bunch of options for you. And DraftKings is no different. So make sure to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, see what uh, offers they have, opt in on those offers prior to making your bet. And you can get down on all sorts of things like uh, what they had with the last finals game where if either team scores 10 points, you uh, went up by 10 points, you win regardless of the uh, outcome of the game. But download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now new customers use promo code PHNX, make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And we thank you guys again for joining us in the chat. Thank you, Jesse. I can't wait for you to get here. Again, our live last show or last live show with Jesse <laughs> in Seattle, however you want to arrange those words. But uh, Jesse's coming back to Phoenix. We thank you guys for being here. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook if you're watching us on youtube make sure to subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel and sign up for notifications that way you don't miss any of the live shows from any of our beats whenever we go live sometimes it's scheduled sometimes we just have crazy shit we need to talk about we need to go live right away so whether it's breaking news or our regularly scheduled shows make sure to sign up for notifications if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app if you haven't done so already make sure to subscribe to us and leave us a five-star review uh, we appreciate you for doing all of that and we thank you guys for being a part of the phnx family make sure to sign up for a membership check out four peaks ogs and DraftKings. and again we thank you for joining us on this live show uh on behalf of jesse and myself we appreciate your time and remember kids baseball is fun but it's so much more fun when you don't get swept we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 